Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games, because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if you always thought, gee, I sure love video games, but I wish I didn't have to play them for the story, it's beginning to be the time to be alive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Oprah woke up one morning and she said, Everyone look under your seats. You get a video game as a show. And you get a video game as a show. Yep. Everyone gets a video game as a show. (laughs) She must have, because that seems to be what's happening. I think that's what happened. She's just trying to counteract the 2020. Counteract the 2020. The 2020. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm pretty excited about several of the shows coming up, so I'm assuming it's going to be... Good addition to 2021 to make it better. Oh, yeah. Although the bar is set pretty well. These will not be 2020 shows, obviously. So 2020 will securely be trash. Yes. It's the next year. We've already established that it's trash. Yeah, for sure. So I guess I'll rephrase it. 2021 will be the time to be alive. Yeah. (laughs) But we do have one coming out in 2020. Uh, The Sims is getting a reality TV show. Yeah, I heard about this. Oh, you did? I did. So this is not a surprise. <laughs> no. I thought I was so excited to surprise <laughs> you with this news. I was like, do I put it in games or do I put it in TV? I I'm gonna put it in both. Don't know if you know, but I'm in like a Sims fan group on Facebook. So like Uh I- correction, you're in a Sims slash my favorite murderer fan group. Yes, but it's murder, not murderer. Oh. <laughs> There's no podcast named My Favorite Murderer. <laughs> But maybe there is. Maybe there should be. I don't know. Isn't that worse? My favorite murder? Like, I mean, that murder was okay, but I prefer the person over here who got killed it's not as about, it's over that one. It's not about that. Whatever. Um, yeah, no, I heard about this. I didn't do a lot of research because I was like, I'm so confused. Okay. And I was well, luckily, so tell me I, about it. Luckily, I did do research because I'm prepared for episodes. Please elaborate on this insane. 10% of the time. 10% of the time. <laughs> So EA has announced that The Sims is going to get a reality competition show called The Sims Sparked. Okay. Uh, it's going to be 12 contestants competing for $100,000. Seems pretty low compared it's... to reality competitions. But yeah, I mean, they're playing a game, right? So they're already having fun to do it. I guess we'll have to tune in and see. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, the players will be participating in both skills and elimination challenges in The Sims 4, building the most unique characters, worlds, and stories. Uh, It's going to be a four-part series airing weekly starting on Friday, July 17th at 8 p.m. on TBS. TBS is still a channel, huh? Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I wonder where we could watch TBS. Uh, I think we have access to it. uh, We'll look into it. We'll find a way. It might be on the Hulu through, like, the next day shit. On the Hulu. <laughs> or I may or may not have an email to my parents' cable subscription, cable subscription yeah. that I had from when I was a kid and yeah. could poten- potentially get onto the website and watch gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll just If have to you see. found any interest in this. Understood. <laughs> There's no murderers. Yeah. I mean, that we know of. Or favorite murders. Okay. Involved. Yeah. You're right. That we know of. Yeah. Maybe the show will take a twist. Yeah. If they have mods enabled, then they could do um, that. 
people at home can actually interact with the show as well. Really? Uh, and they can do in-game challenges in The Sims 4 uh, that will begin on the same day as the show. Okay. Uh, top creators in these challenges can be considered for future seasons of the show. I see. So they expect this show to go on more than one season. I mean... And calling it a season is is vague when it's yeah, a four-part. Four part it's like, what, like a half an hour, maybe an hour per episode? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Is like, if these are, like, legitimate, like, Sims content creators, like, people that are all already, like, doing YouTube and stuff and mm-hmm. showing their, like, storytelling shit and builds and all of that stuff, like, they can go on for ages, so... I, I believe... Yeah. Uh, they have not announced who the contestants are, but what I, I was reading was... Uh, they are going to be filled with people who are big name yeah. content creators on YouTube yeah. for the game. Yeah, one of them is Plumbella, and I know her. I don't know who that is she, or what that it's is. For Plumbob is the little green diamond above your head thing on the. Sims. Okay, so it's not like a play on like SpongeBob. No, it's. It's like a SpongeBob that eats <laughs> plums. No, it's just like the green thing above their head is like the active sim. It's the, called the Plumbob. So a diamond. It's not, a gem. It's like, yeah, whatever. The a first, ruby. Whatever. It's not a ruby. It's green. It's not, well, a, I guess it's not a tumor. It doesn't it always have to be green. It's it's green if you're happy or if you're in a good mood. It's red if you're pissed or in a bad mood. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does it, is it yellow if you need to slow down your attitude? No, it's yellow if you're just like, meh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have some low needs, but not all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a mood indicator. It's a mood ring, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's your <laughs> anyway, vibe. I've seen some videos of hers, and she was, like, mentioned on, like, this, the other podcast, the Simmerinos. Well, video. she's not supposed to be telling people, so she's yeah. already disqualified. Yeah. I don't think she told anyone. I think they just saw her in a picture or something. Gotcha. Yeah. How, like, how do people even know about this show, like, to even get onto it? Trust me, I don't know, but I there's, like, a like an underworld of Sims fans that are just, like, forever. There's so many, and they're, like... When if you go on YouTube and just type in like Sims gameplay or whatever, like endless, endless numbers of it. Like people are just constantly still playing these games and it, like people still go back and play The Sims 2. That's from like, I don't know, 2008. <laughs> it's a long time ago for game wise, you know, yeah. like they, it's like going back and playing PS2 at this point. The okay. I mean, I, I'd complete. do that. I know. Like people go and, and people play even original Sims, Sims 1. Okay. So I, there's I mean, like a big fa- there's a big fan base and people are like people that are into it are really into it. All I know is you build our own house in the game yeah. and you watch people force their sim characters to fuck every person they can find. That's not true. For the 100 baby challenge or whatever <laughs> it's called. Whatever. That was one time. <laughs> Which is a thing in itself that they have all this crazy sex in the game that you can just fuck with your tits slop flapping everywhere That's, those are mods okay so thanks for calling me out but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean calling you out <laughs> making people think i'm a pervert or something it's yeah. cool don't worry <laughs> i guarantee all of them are like where do i get this mod <laughs> i'll make it even yeah I started watching a show, not uh-huh. really relevant to games. Uh-huh. I started watching a show on Hulu, mm-hmm. which was like called like Mushi Monster or Monster Mushi, something like that. I don't know. It was it an, anime. an anime. Obviously, okay. it's an anime. <laughs> the premise of this guy who's like got these like foreign exchange students that are like mythical creature type girls from so, other okay. 
like or, whatever realms or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's in a world o- where like, anime would have that plot. Yeah. 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 It's so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, turned out it was like softcore porn. Okay. It was. Right. It, it's in the theme of like a show, but mm-hmm. it ends up just like every episode has like some concept of softcore porn. Okay. Definitely tits yeah. and like implication that like there's gonna be fucking going on between right, like right. this yeah. guy and these beast women. Okay. Uh. Good to know. So, Good to know. We're on the same. I'm just saying. We're on the I'm same page. I'm a fucking grown ass adult. I'm not gonna sit here and watch The Sims fuck with blurred out bullshit around it. So. Yeah. There's no reason for me to do that. Okay. I, <laughs> no judgment. I just. <laughs> you showed me some ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking sex challenges in the yeah. game one day. Not a sex challenge, but okay. I mean, <laughs> they were having sex, and the challenge was to have sex. Was it not? No, the challenge was to have a baby. Via sex. Yeah, well. Anyway, um, it's fine. How many babies did they end up getting? I think she has... How many so far? Do they have like a whole concept of like... Uh, what do they call that? Child support and shit in the game? They do. Okay, so yeah. like she's... She's farming babies. <laughs> she's a baby farmer. I don't have child support enabled right now, so I'm not taking advantage of that. But that's a fair point. They do have that. She's a baby farmer. So she's just farming babies for the income. Oh, she, like, paints paintings for income. She's a really good painter. Of the babies she farmed? No. (laughs) Um, I think she has, like, ten. What's her name? Ira? Watch out for Ira. Yeah. She's trying to suck you into baby farming income. Okay? Stay away from she her. She was just like a random NPC. She'll lure you in with her modded tits. <laughs> She's just like a random. And leave with a monthly set amount of money. Yeah. From your digital wallet. Yeah. I'm on to you, Ira. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks for that fun story. <laughs> I'm definitely interested in checking it out if we can for free. <laughs> yeah, I think we can get into seeing the, the show on TBS. Yeah. Is Conan still on TBS? I have absolutely no idea. That's where he went, right? TBS? Yeah, he, he was on a channel. Yeah. Well, no, no, he was on NBC. Mm-hmm. And then he got promoted to taking the late night show. And then he got kicked uh, out. They fucked him over, yeah. And then he couldn't work for a year because of his contract, which yeah. makes no sense because they voided the contract by getting rid of him, yeah. technically. So it doesn't make sense he couldn't work for a year. Yeah, I and know. And then he got a show on TBS, which I think he's still at. I think they might have paid him for the full year. And so because they were... Well, they would have to contractually. Yeah, I think that... So since they kept their end of the bargain, other than him having a wow. show... Since they paid him, I think that was included. Gotcha. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Well, in that scenario, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I have to take a year of vacation. <laughs> yeah. Catch up on my Monster Mushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While playing The Sims 4. Yeah. Baby Farm Simulator. Yeah. That's definitely what it's called. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to our DTF quickies. Yes. Let's. Speaking of speaking farming of, speaking babies. Of farming babies. <laughs> yep. Capcom verified in a recent stockholder meeting 
that 80% of their games are sold digitally. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of hidden data in here, though. Yeah. Uh, Their numbers are probably during the peak of the quarantine where everyone was at home buying digitally, right? Right. So I would imagine a lot of the companies in the gaming industry are seeing higher profits in their digital versus physical. I would imagine as well. Hell, you've seen retailers that don't even have stock of games because they just don't get them in. Yeah. Or controllers or whatever. Right. Because, you know, shipping is just not really a thing. Yeah. To the extent that you used to be before. Exactly. February. So, I'm not really that shocked by this. I think no. uh, Capcom games always go on constant sales, mm-hmm. especially on console. Right. Can't tell you how many times I've seen Resident Evil for cheaper than I paid for it. Yeah. I think they do you get it. Mad every I think time. they do it just to spite the people. Who buy the game yeah. full price. Yeah. Just to, to dig at them. Like, yeah. see, you fucking idiot. Stab the knife. We deeper. got you again. Yeah. And we're going to make another shitty Resident Evil story. Yeah. <laughs> Just twist the knife. We talked to Oprah. It's happening. Yep. Oprah's behind all of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, you're going to probably love this story. Yeah. So Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 uh-huh. and whatever else... Other bands other have made stuff. with Angels the same, and Airwaves, I think, you know, with and... same band members, but yeah. different band names. Yeah. You know, mix and match. Yes. What band are we? All of the above, yes. Uh, so he was streaming The Last of Us Part Two. Okay. And he got to the point where you actually play guitar. They, they actually have it set up where you can do the different notes. Oh. And you could theoretically play songs on the guitar. Okay. It's intended to, like, I'm doing air quotes, play the songs that are intended for the story. Right. But you can technically play whatever you want. Okay. If you know how to. Okay. So he was streaming and he played Damn It on that guitar. <laughs> like in the game. In the game. That's fucking crazy. And he got to a point where he actually uh, forgot the lyrics to the song. <laughs> and so he was sitting there trying to remember what it was while playing it. I mean, it's probably been a long time since he I, sung that. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. That's great. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that. So, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I didn't watch it live, but I found this story and I thought it was pretty humorous that he did that. Right. That is funny. So I'm curious how many other musicians have done such a thing. Right. That's clever. Yeah. Very clever. Clever girl. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a DTF episode if I didn't talk about Warzone at some point. <laughs> That's true. It wouldn't. So, uh, <laughs> moving into some Warzone news. Uh, they removed the 200-player Battle Royale quads. Oh, after the one that It was like a week, I think. The one that you hated? Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. It was too clustered. <laughs> yeah. Definitely makes you claustrophobic. Mm. Okay, well, uh, that's good. So, it's gone. So, that's pretty cool. But they also removed a hand gesture for the sign OK what? from the game. What is uh, This all spawns from... Well, originally, people would throw the okay sign while shooting a character, like with a sniper or something, uh-huh. as okay. like a trick shot move. Okay. Like, look what I can do. Yeah. And then, I guess people were impressed by that. Okay. So that's why it was in the game, because people it. it's like a tradition that people do this kind of thing. Okay. Uh, apparently, some people have used it as a sign of white supremacy. What? I don't know how, but apparently that's a thing. And it went even further as to 4chan, the website. Uh-huh. Uh, users on the site faked a story to trick 
the media into believing that this was a white power symbol. Okay. And so the media, I guess, ran with it at some point. Of course they did. And they got reactions out of that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the result, it actually turned into a far-right usage of the symbol for white power. So because they made a hilarious joke that they thought was to prove a point. Well, hilarious is debatable. I know. I'm just... It was thinking in their in their minds. Yes. They made a joke that they thought was going to be super funny to yeah. like prove a point that the media would just believe anything. Uh-huh. And then now it turned into, now yeah. it is a symbol for white supremacy. Yeah. Sometimes you live long enough to become the villain. Yeah. That's awful. I mean, 4chan often lives long enough to become the villain. Yeah. Didn't they turn into like an 8chan at some point? Yeah. Wasn't it like a whole thing of like pedophilia or some shit on there the site. There was some weird shit. There's always something weird going on with 4chan. And they, like, changed... They made another site, and I don't know. I, I always... Yeah. Whenever I hear of these sites that end with Chan, they're always negative. There's right. nothing positive I've ever heard from these sites. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, the gesture has been removed from the game, and the speculation is that it's kind of more, too, about the Black Lives Matter movement and being more about that than whether it's actually a gesture used for white power mm-hmm. so okay um but they replaced it with something called the crush hand signal I, okay I, I don't know crush hand yeah so like they're like yeah you just you pick up like a, 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 a orange can. soda yeah and you just pound it holding their shirt while they die and then you crush it afterwards yeah yeah good okay and then just drop it on their dead body yeah i mean i'd be okay with that <laughs> Make it happen. So ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I mean, who drinks Orange Crush anymore? This reminds me of, like, <laughs> what do we, uh, was it called Mythic Quest? Where they had, like, oh, I guess I probably shouldn't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen mm. it, but you know that thing that happened. Blood Ocean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like two words is not going to give well, away I was, what it is. I was, but... That's a better way to say exactly what I was going for, but I wasn't going to say Blood Ocean. I was going to mm. say the reason Blood Ocean was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they can incorporate some kind of blood orange ocean. There you go. Yeah. Blood orange I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> Work in progress. Work yeah. in progress. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Ninja. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's favorite streamer. Yeah. With his kooky hair color. Yeah. Uh, he has not signed on with any official new deal for any of the streaming services. However... He has started up using YouTube streaming. Okay. Uh, recently, since the end of Mixer. Okay. So uh, he has not announced any exclusive deal with YouTube or any other platform, uh, but he did reportedly turn down a deal with Facebook. Okay. Which I'm assuming that they were probably offering him at least the same deal as what Mixer did. Yeah. Or Maybe. presumably less, because if he turned it down. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. He didn't. They weren't offering him as much as he thought he deserved. Yeah. Interesting. Well, logically, in their head, it's probably like, well, you got a million dollars from Mixer, who's no longer there, so right. You just got a shit ton of money for basically free. Yeah. So we don't need to give you that much. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of Nintendo Switch deals, I guess, for people who are looking for a new game to play on the <laughs> Speaking go. Speaking of switching. What do you mean? Because he switched to a new streaming. Oh. (laughs) Well played. I mean, yeah. That's why I did the order that I did. 
I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. If you didn't interrupt, I would have gotten to my segue. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I guess I'll just move on now. (laughs) Uh, Mario Odyssey and Mario Maker 2 are on sale for $40. Air quotes, on sale. I mean, that's what I was going to say. How much are they normally? Full price, 60 Okay. Nintendo is, like, notorious for not doing sale prices. Haven't those games been out the, for, like, 100 years already? The, yeah. Their Black Friday deals are always, like, $10 off. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous how yeah. they never put their shit on sale, no matter how old it is. And people still pay it. Yeah. Um, so this is, the, this is considered an actual deal. Okay. Uh, so those two games, which... I assume most people have those games if they have a Switch. Mario Maker 2, that's where you like make your own Mario levels and stuff? Or? No, why would you think that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I'm wondering if you have that. Do you have that? Yeah, I have that. Oh, okay. Did you play uh, it yet? Yeah, oh, okay. uh, it's pretty cool. So okay. you're Mario and you make your own Mario levels. Okay. As well. Yeah. Or should I just said two? Yeah. <laughs> So those two are there. Okay. Go get them if you care. Cool. Or if you already have them, just buy them again, I guess, so you can say you got a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Stick it to Nintendo, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, joining the Switch online service, if you have their online service for the $20 a year or whatever it is, uh, Super Nintendo's Donkey Kong Country uh, was added to the retro library. Which I'm actually shocked that wasn't already on there. I feel like I saw that one. Maybe the others were on there? Maybe. Anyways. Uh, And players who have Super Smash Brothers on the Switch uh, can get a free content download on their store for some upgrade thingies that'll be in the game. There's a list of stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite get what it was, but I'm assuming anyone who religiously plays the game will know. will know what the fuck it is yeah and joining game pass which is obviously xbox uh-huh uh fallout 76 oh okay so fallout 4 was on there for a while right. it's no longer there mm-hmm. uh, that was a single player game fallout 76 is the multiplayer version of that kind of game okay we'll have to so check that out i know it got really Really controversial stuff happening in the beginning of its launch with content and bugs and players being able to manipulate stuff and take advantage and steal other players' money and whatever right. resources in the game. Shit, yeah. uh, so I have no clue what's happened with it. I know they went to like more of a service base mm-hmm. at one point, but I'd be interested in trying it out. Yeah, maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. Talk about it on the on episode coming up. Kill some giant cockroaches. Yeah. Maybe a cannibal or two. Yeah. Slap a couple mutants. Call it a day, you know? Slap a couple mutants. <laughs> it seems like a thing you do on that game. Okay, so. yeah, that's true. It does. Okay. Uh, and we had a recent story about cyberpunk, and I had referenced that there was rumors, mm-hmm. emphasis on the rumors. Yes. Uh, that cyberpunk 2077 would potentially be coming to Game Pass day one on Xbox as a, I guess, strategy for mm-hmm. Microsoft right. to, I guess, gain people for next gen. Yeah. But more recent reports from 
talking with people involved in Microsoft and the CD Projekt Red company have shut down any ideas that that will happen. Yeah, they were like, yeah, no, it's not a thing. You know, Microsoft denied it right, like pretty much right after the rumor started, but um, it was officially confirmed uh, recently by a tweet from Radek Grabowski, who's the lead PR manager with CD Projekt Red, and he like replied to somebody else's tweet about some strategy shenanigans where they were talking about putting putting it on uh, Game Pass at launch, and he was like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to find another example because that's not in not it's not happening." Essentially, yeah, like on paper, it sounds like that would be amazing yeah obviously you'd have people probably switch to xbox if that was the case right but in reality it just doesn't seem like it makes any sense on a business level to like make money yeah like you'd have to assume xbox or microsoft is paying more than the theoretical amount they would make from selling the game Mm -hmm. per copy on xbox right so then how does xbox make any money no who the fuck knows right they would be losing so much money yeah there's so much involved in the concept of business but yeah uh yeah it seemed like a a low chance that that was actually a thing right but it was a rumor so yeah um and while we're on the subject of microsoft uh they have officially announced that they have a date for their first party games reveal for the xbox series x it's going to be on july 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, They plan to showcase a bunch of their games from the Xbox Game Studio lineup. And most notably, everyone's waiting for Halo Infinite, which has been confirmed, obviously, will be there. Yeah. So I imagine we'll at least get gameplay to an extent, maybe a mission. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's what I'm hoping they do. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. They drop the announcement on the showcase that a demo is now available Ooh. to play Halo Infinite on current gen, which obviously we know that doesn't mean it, 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 that's not going to showcase how good it is for the next generation of consoles. But they've already said their games will be playable on both consoles right. for the next year or two. Exactly. So you're building the hype, you're mm-hmm. getting people hands on with it to then basically promote it through social media for you. Mm hmm. Which then may sway other people to want to get a, at the very least, an Xbox One for cheap. Yeah. So that they could play it. Yeah. Seems like it would be a good idea. I'm going to cross my fingers for that as well. Yeah. Maybe not buy an Xbox One. But you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, they also have 15 other developers. So it's expected to see a good chunk of other games coming from the rest of them. Okay. All right. Well, getting into some bigger news stories. Those are more of our quickies. Still on the topic of Microsoft, uh, we had recently talked about WB Interactive Mm -hmm. uh, looking to sell, which includes big developers like Rocksteady, Monolith, NetherRealm, Avalanche. They all make, you know, really big fucking games. Right. Got the Arkham, you got the Mortal Kombat series, you got Shadow of Mordor series, Mm -hmm. uh, the unannounced Harry Potter one. Yeah. So... The rumors of that company was was on the market. Now, it seems that, according to Video Games 24-7, they got news from a report site called The Information, which is a, some kind of pay news site. Yeah, so it's I like, was like okay, I guess I'll, we have to pay for it. Okay. Stupid trash. Yeah, I was like, well, I'll just use your information, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. 
So hopefully they have it accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but their reports claim that uh, Microsoft has expressed an interest in purchasing the WB Interactive Studio, which is a subdivision of Warner Brothers, which is actually owned by AT&T. Warner Brothers wanted to relieve $154 billion debt that they apparently have. Right. And it was noted that other companies that have interest in buying the company are Take-Two Interactive, which, if I'm correct, owns Rockstar. I think that's right. And EA and Activision Blizzard. Okay. Which are all big fucking publishers. Right. So... I wonder, if, uh, my curiosity here is, they want to sell WB Interactive as a unit, not like maybe somebody can buy Avalanche and somebody can buy Rockstar. I would imagine they want to sell it all as together. As a big unit, okay. But Just curious. But that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe they do separate them and yeah. sell them separately, yeah. assuming they can. I don't know. Yeah. yeah who knows? I don't know I don't the know legal side of that, idea. if they can sell them separately or if it has to be a yeah. all-in-one bundle. Okay. Um, I was just thinking Activision Blizzard would logically want Avalanche. Why? Because of the names. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like, would be trying to think of the games that would benefit them? Nope. And you're like, because they're both snow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I stand by that, what I said. It was good. <laughs> My only regret is that I didn't catch it before I said anything. Fair enough. <laughs> At first, I thought you were like, that's not funny. (laughs) But you were just taking it, like, the normal person way. Yeah. Rather than... No, I would have enjoyed that. If I thought of it, I would have been fucking patting myself on the back. (laughs) Telling my cats my joke later. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you should have seen her face. She thought I was a fucking idiot. (laughs) But I got her. I fucking got her. Yeah. Um, So, I, I mean, this would be fucking huge if Microsoft bought yeah at least one of them if not all of them yeah that would be nuts there would be a huge change Mm -hmm. in the industry right Mm -hmm. um obviously batman is still a a property of warner brothers so Mm -hmm. they wouldn't own batman they couldn't just make the games because they own the company yeah but this opens the door that they could strike some kind of contract or deal with wb to include access to continuing the franchise for arkham games yeah and that's what i was thinking the same thing for the harry potter situation like obviously they would not own the the harry potter whatever the fuck Uh, yeah of course ip but i'm not i'm not sure about mortal Kombat because i guess it's just a matter of whether wb cares enough about keeping the property right i guess i i in my head they wouldn't because it's Mm -hmm. not uh family-friendly products, so it limits them anyways. Gotcha. But I don't know. Getting access to this developer, Rocksteady, and then on top of that, getting a contract to do those games still for the Arkham games would put Microsoft in a huge position to counter Sony having Spider-Man. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's true. That would make a lot of sense, actually. Of course, actually. there's the variables of how much more can they do with the Arkham franchise since they've already had four games out. Yeah. Five, I guess, if you count the Vita game. Yeah. But six if you count the VR game. But with all of the Okay, they have they have a lot of games. <laughs> okay, but it's so yes, true. However, what if like they that opens the door to them 
maybe use the same kind of game engine and mechanics to make games off of other Warner Brothers, aka DC characters. Mm-hmm. Well, we know about a Suicide Squad now. Apparently, yeah, that's planned to happen. So yeah, so maybe maybe if they find that the actual Arkham series is is in fact stale, then they still have a ways to go with kind of a long a tangent to go go upon. Yeah. And as far as Mortal Kombat, uh, we know Killer Instinct was something that they tried to revitalize with Xbox, and I think it was successful to an extent, but mm-hmm. obviously it didn't have the caliber of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting access to that fighter would be really good for them, because mm-hmm. then that brings them into the fighting tournament realm. True. No pun intended. <laughs> or was there? <laughs> you know, and that helps them promote it that way which i think xbox has already been kind of more on the fighting tournament branding than than sony has mm-hmm. with the playstation i think that it's more of an xbox specific thing well i don't want to say specific it seems uh, like you're more likely to find inclined type situations with microsoft rather than yeah because it's like a natural progression from pc to microsoft i think also the controller X- personally is yeah. more usable yeah for that kind of thing. Yeah. And lastly, involving Microsoft, at least I think. Yeah. At least as well, far as I, I know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but for now. <laughs> Microsoft is reportedly telling developers that they uh, cannot charge for upgrades on the next-gen versions of their game. Oh. I mean. Or current-gen to next-gen, I should specify. Interesting. This gets confusing to me because... Yeah. The report is based off a source speaking to Video Game Chronicles, uh, saying that Microsoft is encouraging companies to offer free next-gen upgrades, uh, either using their smart delivery system, Mm -hmm. which, for anybody who isn't aware, is current-gen games will be shared with next-gen, so you will get the best possible version of the game, and all of the data will sync up, so you don't have to worry about playing it on two different consoles and having to restart every time your saves are there your Mm -hmm. data your achievements all Mm -hmm. that's just shifted over so through smart delivery or through the developer's own personal uh, scheme okay which that word tells me it's scheme like that's like that's a (laughs) negative word but that's what they said whatever creepy way they found to get around it yeah right uh so games not using smart delivery can't share some of that cross-gen data, mm-hmm. which I assume they could, but Microsoft is being like, nah, fuck you. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get it. it. <laughs> so an example is EA is offering a free upgrade with current-gen purchase of Madden 21. So we know that was announced. Mm-hmm. So they are not technically smart delivery, but they're allowing people to upgrade for free if they buy the current copy Mm -hmm. and then go into next gen so here's my question about these kind of situations if it's not smart delivery but you're doing some other weird scheme Mm -hmm. are does your save crossover is that your save should because that would theoretically be a cloud thing i would think yeah i'm just wondering if there's like want some weird thing where when you upgrade to the new version you can no longer play on the old version or your save doesn't go cross platform or whatever well no you wouldn't be locked out of the old version yeah well because you know like um certain game updates they'll say once you do this update you can no longer go back to 
an old save. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but you would be on two different consoles independently. But you're... So you're not transferring the data from your one to your Series X. Yeah, it's in the cloud. It's still on the one. No, it's it's on your console. Oh, okay. The game is on your console. Yeah. You will have access to that game, Mm -hmm. but then when you go to the Series X, it will download the game again, but with this added feature of whatever makes it next gen. Yeah. As its different version, as they call it. Gotcha. I'm just curious if all of these people, all of these developers are going to have it so that you're you can go back and forth or whatever, or if you can only go forward. Well, it's that's they get into that a little oh, bit. Okay. So it, it it just it's up to the developer. Okay. But their intent is that it has to be cross-platform. Okay. Through what they're trying to do. Okay. They're trying to promote it for free, so that yes. way people don't feel like they're getting screwed out of money. Which is good because it makes Xbox look bad if they yeah. have to. It's a negative to buy an Xbox, right? right. right? Yeah. Uh, and this has nothing about what PlayStation is doing because right. they're going to probably be in the same boat as Microsoft when it comes to this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they, so they are encouraging companies to do cross-gen bundles instead as an alternative to charging for the update. Okay. Which what we've seen already happen with games like NBA 2K21 mm-hmm. where they have the game come out on current gen and they say... But you can't get it on next gen unless you buy the game again on next gen for full price or you buy this special Mamba Forever edition, which Mm -hmm. is what they're claiming to remember Kobe Bryant after his death for $100. Yeah. Which is, I think, the biggest fucked up thing they could do. Yeah. Because not only are they taking advantage of people who really appreciated this man for what he did for the sport. Yeah. And want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also basically manipulating anybody who just wants the next-gen version mm-hmm. by saying, oh, well, you have to pay us more money Yeah, if you want it on next-gen. Yeah. Or if you don't want to pay $100, yeah. you can pay $140. Yeah. And exactly. get, it, get it on current and next-gen. Yeah. I don't like it. They're basically... In my opinion, they're manipulating the situation. Yeah. So you're going to spend more money no matter what. Yes. So at first I thought this was in response to the NBA 2K21 mm-hmm. whatever price announcement How they thing. were charging extra, yeah. But now it sounds like that is their resolution to not being able to charge for an upgrade. But in essence, they're just charging for an upgrade in a different yeah, term. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Saying, oh, well, I'm not charging for an upgrade. I'm just offering this bundle. Yeah. Fuck you. That's yeah. charging for an upgrade. Exactly. So. That's like a fucking, you go get fast food and like, oh, yeah, if you buy this, then this is free. But the price for the one thing you have to buy mm-hmm. is like twice as much as it normally is. Yeah. That's fucking Or sad. like on Amazon Prime. Or not Prime. Just on Amazon. Yeah. Where something's hella cheap. Yeah. A limited oh. time deal. <laughs> $40 for shipping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I'm not paying $5 for the product. I'm paying $45 for yeah. the product. Yeah. I think this is a situation where this is going to be considered a new thing going into next gen. Mm-hmm. Where companies are going to have to figure out what they can and can't do 
or I guess better wording is what they can and can't get away with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what are what are gamers going to allow them to do mm-hmm. before they put their foot down and say, we're not going to pay your bullshit price right. for something that, again, in my opinion, should just go into next gen. Yes. Because if, if the whole marketing strategy of next gen is that it plays all of your old games too. Yeah. You're basically saying that everything's intertwined right so you can't then go and charge for both versions right so i think in the first six months maybe a year you'll see a lot of companies try different things you'll see a lot of people upset and then we'll probably get more to a standard of what is acceptable in the industry yeah i almost think that microsoft should just say no fuck that if you're gonna be on our platform you have to be smart delivery and kind of force them to just yeah. all unify into the marketing strategy that they want to do. Yeah. So that way there's no confusion. Because we already have like a million different versions of games that come out, right? Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think, was like four or five different versions. And then they had different release dates depending on the version you got. Like, it gets complicated already. Yeah. I think that they really need to figure out one set standard and again, we don't even know what PlayStation is doing. So yeah, that could be a whole other problem in itself. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly how they're going to establish what goes on for PlayStation. But I do know that a patent surfaced recently for possible backwards compatibility um, via Twitter. Some user posted a tweet that, ha- that referenced a patent. And I have like these diagrams and stuff. And it basically... Um, suggests that PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 games could be emulated via the cloud. So you would have them run... Okay, I guess there's a direct quote, and it says, these games can be run on a virtual machine that mimics the operating system associated with each gaming console. Um, So it's an interesting concept. I mean, but I feel like this is... Assuming this is real, again, companies do patents all the time. Right. Doesn't mean they're actually Yeah, and it was in... um, and I don't know what language, but a non-English language, so that yeah, it, was it was translated. So there's also always room for error there. Yeah. And uh, but I find this believable. Yeah. Obviously, since we just stated current gen and next gen, like there's a very clear connection that they're trying to have games jump between consoles. Yeah. Uh, for the transition. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, this is Sony playing catch up mm-hmm. with Xbox because yeah. backwards compatibility is been a thing for many years now on yeah. xbox right yeah it is an interesting concept the way they're the way that it's mapped out in this patent though because as the whoever wrote this ign article they're very accurate in saying because the uh games would run on this virtual machine the the you don't have to necessarily account for backwards compatible for an older game working on a new system yes. you're having it query this yeah. virtual system that looks just like and that's precisely why you never saw backwards compatibility on playstation past yeah. the uh ps3 because they put it in but it was a hardware based thing so it was really expensive because yeah. they had to be able to play ps2 games mm-hmm. which was basically putting a ps2 inside of a ps3 inside of talk inside about, of talk about. <laughs> yeah um in fact, I think they bought Taco Bells to produce them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that must be why we can't get our order right. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're busy building uh, PS2. But then they stopped making that version. Right, the, yeah. Or it wasn't cost effective enough. So that's the alternative, obviously, is right. is this, which I believe is what Xbox does. Mm-hmm. I think theirs is an emulator 
through the cloud, if I'm correct. I mean, probably. I don't think it's... I mean, no, it couldn't be because it was something that they added in after the console was made. Right. So it's obviously not hardware. Yeah. It's probably the same exact idea. Yeah. Yeah. So. But the fact is they got there first and everybody was like, yay, good job. And now Sony's like, fuck, okay, I guess we got it. Well, they've got a lot of backlash too that right. that they don't have backwards compatibility like right. Microsoft has done with 360 games and mm-hmm. Xbox original games. So. Right. Plus... It seems like a no-brainer for PlayStation to be doing this. Mm-hmm. How many fucking games do they have that people would love to play again? Yeah, seriously. Like, I was an idiot, and I sold my PS2 yeah. back in the day to GameStop. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking dumb shit who thought it was more important to have a couple new games than all of the fucking history of my Youth. gaming backstory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah. It, so now I'm kicking myself in the ass all the time because, like, oh, I don't have that console anymore and I yeah. can't play this game or, you know, like, I don't have those, I don't have the ability to go back to my nostalgia. I just have to rely on memory. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how many people actually would use this, but I think it would benefit them just on a PR level, whether it's used a lot or not, because people have that nostalgia for things. Yeah. And at the very least... They can use it to see what games people really like to play from back in their old catalog and go, oh, maybe we should make another game Yeah, that seems to be popular. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we should bring this franchise back. That's a good point. Legend of Dragoon, you cowards. <laughs> Where the fuck is the, where's the sequel? Or give me a remake. Yeah. You know, Final Fantasy VII showed a remake's going to be done. Yeah. Give me a Legend of Dragoon sequel slash remake, one or the other. Yeah. Or both. Or both. Back to back. A remake and then a sequel to the remake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a sequel and then a remake to the sequel. Yeah. Some companies do that. Or you could do a sequel and then a remake of both. GTA 5? <laughs> well, whether this is real or not, it's very clear Sony is making moves for the future. And another move that they made to show that they mean business going into next gen, mm-hmm. uh, they have bought a minor stake in Epic Games for $250 million. That's hardly minor. <laughs> when, you're, when you're poor folk like us, that's <laughs> that's chump change, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Or I guess I should say when you're not poor folk like us. Right, right, that's right. chump change. Yeah. So this minority stake will mean that Sony and Epic will be able to collaborate more closely together in areas of games, entertainment, and technology. So basically everything. Uh-huh. I don't know if you knew, Mandalorian actually used the Unreal Engine technology to create the show. Really? What? How? Yeah. Okay. So I think it was in one of the episodes of oh, the uh, galleries. Got it. That's what I was going to ask. I didn't know for sure. So Epic Games own, owns the Unreal Engine. Yes, they okay. created it. Created it's their it. baby. Okay. So, well, of course they did. Did anybody watch the fucking tech demo? <laughs> yeah. That makes total sense that they were like, yes, we would like some of this, please. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, that's kind of a part of what's this. Okay, so this kind of brought up a little bit of a, a stir. Okay. When it was announced that Sony got a minor stake in the company, um, well, people were like, well, wait a minute. This changes everything going into the Unreal Engine 5 demo that was a couple months ago or yeah. whatever time it was. Yeah. Uh, so Epic CEO Tim Sweeney had tweeted after the event in May 
there's not some secret deal. 100% of the stuff we've been working on with Sony over the past months is now publicly announced. The UE5 demo on PlayStation 5, Nanite, Lumen, and Epic Online services are for cross-platform play across all platforms. This was basically his response to people being like, oh, I guess Sony's aligned, or Epic's aligned with Sony for the next gen. Right. Uh, because they emphasize Sony and not Xbox as far as the using the Unreal Engine properly. Right. And so people assume that they paid Epic to do that. Got it, yeah. Um, so he was trying to say, no, this was not a deal. We just were just doing because we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now people are like, well, wait a minute. Does that mean that you guys were striking up a deal and that's why it happened? Yeah. So he updated on Twitter and said, yes, here's what I said back in May below. And then that was what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, serious investment discussions followed from the Unreal Engine 5 demo we showed on PlayStation 5. I guess they liked it. I mean, who didn't? So whether or not the... Deal was in motion before or after the demo. Who knows? Nobody, yeah. That's that's them that knows. Yeah. Either way, Sony is now in line with having a stake in, in Epic Games, so... That seems fair. Yeah. Uh, I And I guarantee it's not going to change whether Fortnite is on Xbox or anything like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at Minecraft. That's on every platform. Exactly, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. It's more beneficial to them to make more money than it is to say they have another exclusive. Yeah. Makes sense. So, um, this is really just, I think, an overall move. Mm -hmm. Not just for games, but like I said... Mandalorian used the Unreal Engine 5 tech to do the backgrounds for their show. Mm-hmm. They use a technology oh, that they that's crazy. basically had CGI environments in the mm-hmm. background yeah. to do the planets and all that stuff. Gotcha. It wasn't guess... just like a green screen. That's so cool. Yeah. We're just... Uh... So so I guarantee they, they want to use this for, for motion pictures with Sony. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're, we're just like going directly forward into the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, Ubisoft Forward now has time and details. They're getting uh, into movies? <laughs> no, not that I know of. <laughs> but they should, because... Well, they did. Fair enough. But that didn't work. Give me Assassin's Creed 2. Can they, can they make an Assassin's Creed Odyssey movie? Because that would be fucking badass. That would be amazing. Actually, no. Fuck that. I want a series. Okay. I feel like a series would be better. Because you could... Get to know more, more, dif- more of the different monsters and gods and all that shit. Instead of if it was a movie, it would be too jam packed. There's too many options. Yeah. Anyway, either way, either one I'd be happy with. Yeah, but I have one requirement. Okay. She has to say Malaka <laughs> at least once an episode. Okay, that's fair. And as we learned recently, the chick who played her in the game actually is a live action actress too, so she could just fucking play her. Valid point. Yeah. Pretty cool. Oprah, can you get on this? Yeah. Make it happen, Oprah. (laughs) Anyway, so Ubisoft Forward. This event will be starting at 11 a.m. Pacific on July 12th. The main show is going to focus or follow. The main show is going to follow an hour later with new details about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Hyperscape, and, quote, a few surprises. Whatever that means. Um, Viewers can get a free copy of Watch Dogs 2. 
Um, I guess you just have to log into a Uplay account at any point between the pre-show and the end of the main conference, and they'll allow you to redeem a free PC copy of the excellent Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> Did you write that part? The excellent part? No, I must okay. copy that in. <laughs> I was like, what? I definitely I was like, didn't. You haven't even played I don't that. think I've even played it. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly, I definitely have Obviously no opinion of Watch Dogs that. 2. <laughs> Um, I think we already have a free copy of that from some other thing, and I also haven't not played it, but I have it on my computer. Yeah, I feel like you had it on your PC. I do, right? but I haven't played it. Actually, I think... didn't I get it with the microphone? Yes, you did. It was like a bundle for yes. the Yes, and then the I was Yeti. like, oh, maybe I'll go play the first one, and then I'll come play this, and I yeah. haven't done either of those yeah. things. So, <laughs> one day. Um... I just don't really think I care. <laughs> I'm interested in the concept, but it's just another one of those things I have to like go through a bunch of effort to like yeah. wrap my brain around playing yeah. a new game. Well, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> I just said, I don't think I really care about this franchise, yeah. right? Yeah. At the same time, seeing this, that I could get a free copy. You want it. I want it. I know. But <laughs> here's the problem. Here's the fucking problem. What? We have our issues with the fucking internet lately. Yes. The bullshit with their being like, oh, you got to upgrade your modem. Yeah. And then be like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. As it turns out, our so, modem works just fucking fine because yeah. clearly we still have internet. Yeah. Fuckers. Um, <laughs> so we scheduled a stupid appointment. Motherfucker. Forget what time. Are you kidding Sunday me? at 10 a.m. When does this start? 11 a.m. 11 mother. So I have a one hour gap that I have to get them to fucking in here, fix whatever they think they're going to fix, and get the fuck out and it properly work for oh. me to get in and sign up on my Ubisoft account. Actually, you, my could Uplay probably, account. you could probably do it on your phone. I just want my free copy of something I know that do. I'm never going to touch. Something you're never going to touch. I know. But it does I need say... to add to my backlog so I can feel <laughs> shittier as a person <laughs> about the backlog. Um, so, it does say, though, for people who have a similar situation, if anybody else is having the same exact scenario for some reason, you just have to log in between the pre-show and the end of the main conference. So, I assume you'll have a decent amount of time. Okay. Yeah. So, that's an hour? So, uh, I have a two-hour window-ish. Ish, yeah. Maybe three, depending if they do, like, a post-game yeah. or post-show thing or whatever. Right. Um, You can also answer trivia questions to unlock rewards in various unspecified Ubisoft games. (laughs) Random games that they have, I guess. Um, Skull and Bones, Gods and Monsters, which will have a new name when it reemerges. What? uh, That's news to me. When did that that not? Was that just a working title name? I thought that was a real name. Sounds like a good name. Yeah. Whatever. We'll find out. We'll, we'll We'll follow up on that with everyone. Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine, okay, uh, and Beyond Good and Evil 2 have not gotten mentioned. I just want to make it very clear, Rainbow Six Quarantine was a- announced long before there was a quarantine in I the know, world. I know, I know, okay. but I just think it's appropriate, that's okay. all. <laughs> um, you just reacted like they threw together a name. No, no, no. I... To, to be relevant. No, I understand that it was something that was completely unrelated, but now it's It's a just zombie like, thing. Okay. Yeah. So I'm interested. Yeah, of course you are. Um, so none of those games or Beyond Good and Evil 2 were, were mentioned in the announcement post. So I don't know. Maybe they'll... Because it does say, like, a few surprises. So exactly. I'm sure they're going to be exactly. there. They're not going to be fucking surprises. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, yeah, we should expect something from you for this. So whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know what's not a fucking surprise? What? Like, every year, what? half of their games... Please tell me. Uh, Far Cry 6 has been unofficially announced via a leak on the PlayStation Network Hong Kong 
service. Have they ever released a game that was not already leaked? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like it happens every single fucking game. Every year. Yeah. It's at the point where if it doesn't happen, people are like, is everything okay over yeah. there? Are they, are they actually going to have the game? or? <laughs> <laughs> so, Far Cry 6 was unofficially announced. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it was planned to be at the Ubisoft Forward event as mm-hmm. a reveal, okay. July twelfth. Yeah. So I guess, so I guess it's, it's still it's, happening. It's gonna be one of those. It's not just surprises. not gonna be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ubisoft eventually later after the leak confirmed that it is indeed real. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. You mean someone is just fake an entire game? Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and that it will be both playable on PS five and PS four, which. So does that mean that they are aligned with Sony for marketing? I want because it would have to be also on Xbox. I don't. Yeah. I don't see how they would not put it on Xbox. I wonder if they're going to do some kind of like timed exclusive. Bullshit. It's probably going to be timed marketing, whatever bullshit. Interesting. Okay. And it will have a free upgrade to next gen. But this also does make sense though because uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla seems to have the marketing tied to Xbox. So maybe they're just playing both sides, yeah. you know, one on one marketed to Xbox, one marketed to PlayStation. Makes sense, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the game is planned for a February eighteenth, twenty twenty one release. And here's some interesting information. I hope I could say his name right. Giancarlo Esposito. I think it's John Carlo Esposito, but uh, close. <laughs> why doesn't it just say John then? <laughs> No. John Carl. Uh, John Carlo Esposito, known for his role as Gustavo Fringe on Breaking Bad. He was the big uh, drug dealer boss guy. Yes. He is set to play the antagonist in this game. I mean, question. His, is he ever a good guy? <laughs> uh, he was in that... The fuck is that franchise? The, the young adult. Oh. The Maze Runner movies. He was one of the characters who was good. He was like a... I also remember... He was like a supporting character. He wasn't like a main character. I have a really hard time seeing him as like a good guy. Because I feel like everything I, I see take him, him in, he's a bad guy. I was like, where's your fucking chicken? He's going to betray them at some point. Yeah. yeah. Where's your fucking chicken store? <laughs> where's your chicken store? <laughs> we know you have Jesse. Uh... So he is doing the voice work for the character, and it's designed after him. Uh, and notably, he has a young boy that resembles the antagonist Voss of Far Cry 3. Hmm, okay. So, speculation is this is a prequel to Far Cry 3, with that antagonist being a young boy. Alright. If that didn't blow your mind enough... <laughs> That character in Far Cry 3 was voiced by Michael Mando, who is also known for Better Call Saul. Wow. Okay. So Which is a spinoff. It's like a Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon situation. Uh, yeah. Kevin Bacon's <laughs> going to announce his game. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to be like a complete 360 degree Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little ridiculous. Right? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not the only Ubisoft game that's been leaked. 
Uh, in fact, we have 30 minutes of gameplay leaked online for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. So, so they're, they're they're going strong then, huh? Keeping yeah. with the uh, tradition of yeah. revealing their games before they meant to? Yeah. Okay. And honestly, it seems like this has to be on purpose. There's no way it's an accident. Yeah, I always I- wonder when there's these... <laughs> Coded leaks. Yeah. I, I always wonder: is it just a marketing strategy? Yeah, it has to be. Because you, you'll interest. get more, you'll get more people to care if it wasn't meant to be out yet, right? Like, than if you just sneaky. announce something. I want to look at it. But, yeah. oh, what's the gossip on this? Yeah, yeah. What's the hot gossip? Somebody gonna get fired. <laughs> Who are they gonna sue today? You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like days of our <laughs> fucking video games. Yeah. Days of our games. Yep. Um, so we watch this. And As the world responds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we checked this out a little bit. I think we watched almost the whole thing, huh? Um. We watched the entire thing. Yeah. It was, just for anybody's reference, you should check it out if you're interested in the game. Um, it was marked with a clear work in progress label on the screen. And it was obviously low resolution. So, um, it was pretty clear that it was in some kind of early stage situation. It was obviously not the final product. Yeah, we have no yeah. clue whether this was an early development version of the game or if it's just like near going gold. We have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, the footage pretty much just shows um, somebody playing about 30 minutes of gameplay using the female version of the lead character, Eivor, which is pretty cool because I was ex- really upset whenever I we heard about this game and they released like images and stuff. They didn't have any pictures or screenshots of the female version of the character and I had to look her up. The only thing I could find was this figurine that comes with some kind of like special version of the game and she was beat looking. So I hope that she's closer to what the this gameplay looked like than the figurine because the figurine was like, no thank you. Well, I mean, figurines are just... Yeah, she just looked gross. Especially if it was... Is it, was it something from the collector's edition or something yeah, yeah, of the game? Yeah. I mean, sometimes those well, things look good, but usually they're just saying, like cheap the, shit plastic that have a terrible paint right, job. Right, but the, the Cassandra one from Odyssey will, looked good. It looked like her in the game. So I was, Are you talking about the thing we saw at uh, PSX or E3, whatever it was? That, the statue that sold out instantly? That, yes. Because that's not the that's same not thing. That's not the one I'm talking about, but okay. that's an, it looked almost just like that. Like, it was... Okay. It was very close to what she looks like in the video game. So yeah. I was hoping this would be the same. But yeah. now, then when I saw it, I was like, I hope she doesn't look like that. Because I'm not going to want to play a female character if she looks like that. <laughs> okay. So you're saying that the Valhalla yes. one looked like Malacca. Yes. It did. Okay. It looked like all the Malacca. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all the Malacca, girl. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some of the things we saw. We just a uh, kind of general overview is it looked like there was open world exploration, there was longboat gameplay, a raid battle with a boss battle that allowed you to decide to execute or spare, um, and most importantly, according to you, uh, a version of the Spartan kick from Odyssey. <laughs> I mean, it looked like a Spartan <laughs> Which kick. I went to write this down in the notes, and I was like, oh, he already put that down. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, the Spartan kick is the best thing about. Are that you game. telling me that was not? The funnest part of it, absolutely, it absolutely was. Pin, yeah. pin an enemy against yeah. a cliff and, and then, then Spartan kick them. <laughs> yeah, yelling, "This is Sparta." Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the best part. Yeah, yeah. Um, first things first. How did you feel about boats? The boats. Uh, I didn't see very many hoes, so <laughs> yeah, so they weren't that great. It was a little underwhelming in that aspect. <laughs> um, but overall, it 
assuming that's the grand concept of the boat mechanic in this yeah. game, yeah. it to me looked like they downgraded the concept to just more of well, rowboats. Yeah, I mean down the stream. Yeah, they're like long boats, but they're rowing literally. Yeah. Well, they weren't big like they were pirate ships yes. or or they weren't like galleons and yeah, shit. They, they weren't were old school war boats, right? Yeah. Like they have in Odyssey. Yeah, um, they weren't ships. They were boats. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yes. It, I I don't know the context of whether there was big water um, battles between Vikings or if they were just meant for. Sailing to shores to, to attack. I don't know. Based on watching. But that's what they did in this. Yeah. Was they basically just yeah. used them to get to the location. Yeah. And then the entire demo was essentially a, I guess, a fort uh, capture, yeah. you would call it. Yeah, it seemed that way, yes. So, it, which you see in Odyssey, but it was a little bit different because it felt like it was more of a linear story progression through the fort rather than open world sneak around, assassinate everybody till they're dead. Yes. Um, this felt like it was more of a telling a story. Yeah. This felt like it was this game's version of the uh, region battles in Odyssey, but it was way more fleshed out, I think. Where they scaled down the boat battle, like there really was no boat battle. All there was was bracing and mm-hmm. then going forward, um, which I'm super down for because I fucking hated the boat battle. And maybe that was input they got from the last game was that people were less into the boat yeah. battles. The only time I got to the point where I was like, boat battles are fine, is once I got the like flamethrower bullshit mm-hmm. at the very end. I was yeah, like, when okay, you upgrade the boat fine. to a certain extent, uh, it gets pretty fun because you yeah. can end up smashing through a lot of boats yeah. and, and hose. Uh, and hose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get a lot of them pregnant. Um, but like the battling mechanic in the Odyssey was a lot of fun once it got to a certain point and you got, con- you know, you figured out how to use the, right. the sail controls and all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I just didn't like it as much. So while this may not indicate maybe there are boat battles in this mm-hmm. Valhalla game, but we probably didn't see that if they did because yeah, this didn't I'm sure they're not showing gonna... everything. Yeah. Obviously they didn't intend for yeah. this to be shown anyways. Right. So yeah, I mean, it maybe. looked like it was a, <laughs> a slice of the game as yeah. far as a mission. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so going through it, they get to the point where there's actually a, I guess you'd call a boss battle. Yes. It was just a specific soldier who was stronger. Yes. Um, it was what you would expect. Yeah. Uh, the, the the gameplay felt like it was the same as you got from Odyssey. Right. Um, the one with- thing I did notice that was a big difference before before we get to that, right before that boss battle, there's battering rams. Yeah, they did add in some interactive. Yeah. And it was actually, I hope it stays the way it was because it was very realistic in that if somebody lights the battering ram on fire, the other people that are carrying the battering ram run away. They Mm -hmm. don't just stay there on fire, which is accurate. And maybe. Yeah, there there was one point where the guy was just, or I guess the character was. Yeah doing it by herself yes because everybody ran away and yeah. she was just like carrying and it was like okay that part's not realistic that she can do it by herself but it does make sense everybody was like peace out i'm not gonna stay well, here on fire she also caught fire too for a second That's and was true. just yeah. standing there until it standing there yeah until it burnt out until it went out yeah <laughs> the the person on fire graphic was much more enhanced i feel like than i saw in the odyssey game as well like mm-hmm. it literally looked like on fire instead of just like ah and then it went away yeah yeah Overall, this felt like it was more of Odyssey, but yeah. in a different landscape. Yeah. I mean, 
that might be a negative to some people, but to right. me, it's like, well, it's that's what I was expecting. Yeah, I want more of what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they put a different spin on it. That well, yeah, I, they, they drop it in a different time. Right. You know. Yeah. Different backdrop of culture, which is what they do with every game, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I I I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting it to be shitty. I know people are like, well, this doesn't look that good, but like, it, I mean, it was. It was footage. It was recorded footage. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was like processed to be presented like that. Right. Um, chances are this was just footage from a developer working on bugs in the game. Mm-hmm. And it got taken from somebody else and then posted online. Yeah. Because we noticed that at first I thought the game was, the stream was like glitching. And right. I was like, oh shit, is our, is our internet shitty right now? Yeah. But what it was, because it was, like, skipping around. Yeah. What it was was the person was skipping the dialogue yeah. in the game. Yeah, and the only reason I noticed that that's what was happening is because I feel like there's sometimes where we are playing games together and you just want to skip all the dialogue. So I'm very familiar with what that looks like. Depends on the game. I know, it does. But I've seen that firsthand regularly, so I'm like, I know what this is. This mm-hmm. is them just pressing oh, yeah? A to get past it. <laughs> Can't help but feel like there's a bunch of shade above there's me now. There's no shade. It's just we have different gameplay styles. <laughs> yeah. You like to see how many variations of one shirt you can buy? No. Uh, before you actually play the game? No. It's and not even I true. like to play the game. You're so full of shit. Before I care about doing but, nothing. No. Just you're trash right now. Um, so we saw some other features besides actual live gameplay, some customization stuff. So we can talk about that. Um, on the subject of customization of your character, since you're fucking trash-talking customization right here. Um, Just yours. Mm, uh, the abilities and skill tree uh, part of the menu was in the form of, like, constellations, which I thought was really cool. That was a really interesting take on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and it seemed to be, like, the same idea. You hover over it and kind of gives you a little video of what your skills gonna, what the skill is going to look like, just mm-hmm. like Odyssey did. But again, it also felt more linear. Yes. Than the skill tree of Odyssey. That's true. I felt like you were pretty much just navigated to, okay, this is the next one. Yeah. But there was a little bit of branching, they moved but side overall. To side. I think we didn't see the whole constellation because you had to zoom out, but it looked like there were probably three different skill trees because there were three different constellations. Okay, that would make more sense. Yeah. Because I saw two constellations and I saw indications there might be another one. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there's going to be more stuff like, but, I don't know if they're going to have as much stealth, but they'll, I mean, they should. I think they're just not but, showing that because they yeah. would, I think. Again, this was not intended to be shown, I don't right. think. this. I don't yeah. think this was even going to be what they're showing yeah. at Ubi Forward. Because, yeah. again, they're skipping dialogue. Yeah. This is just somebody playing the game yeah. for work reasons. Yeah. It had nothing to do with presentation. Yeah. So, But we still get to see uh, it. So. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this does not indicate anything beyond what we see as far as what the game is going to be. Right. But we can because we're seeing a slice of what the game is. Yes, I'm just saying we can use it to think about what could happen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to have stealth yeah. because yeah. that's a big aspect You'd have of to Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. So, um, and then the armor upgrades looked a little bit different. We talked about this a bit. Um, it looked like there were levels within the pieces of armor. That you could upgrade with materials you looted from corpses, but you didn't have to go to a blacksmith or anything to do it. Yeah, so it looked like there was pros and cons, yeah. in my opinion. 
The pro was that you didn't have to go to a blacksmith, like you just said. Right. You could do it on the spot. On the spot, yeah. But it felt like it, assuming it's not, unless there's more to it than we saw, which I hope there is. Yeah. It felt like there was 10 upgrade Mm -hmm. bars, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, So after that, so does that mean it's just, it goes to level 10 for your weapons and your armor? Or does it keep going up? I don't, it feels like if it, if it stops at 10, then that to me means they have essentially downgraded the RPG element of the game right. from Odyssey. Yeah, it definitely seemed like more simplified. So if it was from an early test version or something, maybe that explains it. But the other option is maybe this is mm-hmm. just um, a portion of my thought was maybe they're doing this is like upgrades between levels. So like you have to level your weapon up and then once it gets to that 10, you can go get it like blacksmith leveled up whatever that version is that's possible that could be possible maybe they're doing that to give you a little bit more progression between weapons rather than just saying Mm -hmm. okay here's money make it better Mm -hmm. um yeah the only other option i could think of is i said weapon i meant armor because we're talking about armor well it's all the same they all upgrade the same way it seems like you do the same thing on the weapons but we we didn't see them actually upgrade them so it was unclear if it works the same way or not but it looks the same the only other option i could think of is if they're doing some kind of scaling concept where it is the 10 upgrade slots, but you can't upgrade till this specific point in the game. You can't get to the third one. Right. And then you'll have to wait like another, I don't know, 10, 15 hours. Yeah. Because these games are fucking long. Right. Uh, and then you can upgrade to the next one. Right. And like, that's their way of balancing the, the damage yeah. done with... Yeah. The pace of the game story campaign. Right. That's all I could think of. You know, there is one other possibility. I think and there's probably a lot, but one I just thought of, I think, is in one of some other game I've played, but I can't remember which one. Um, basically, you've got the 10 levels to each piece of armor or weapon, and you can level that up, but the actual end damage of the weapon is always going to be a percentage of your level. Mm hmm. So that way, like, you do have the ability to level it up when you're low levels and you can get to that 10, but then after that, it only scales up with you, maybe. I'm okay. just guessing. Yeah, I mean... It, I've seen that too, so I guess, I guess we'll, we'll see. We'll find out on Sunday. Yes. I imagine they're going to go into all of this. Yes. At least they should. Yeah. Uh, one thing noticeably missing, which again might be because it was an early version, was the engravings like Odyssey had, which yes. were like extra perks you could put on each piece of armor or weapon. Yeah. Um, I guess it was just weapons. Which could be missing yeah. because of how they've changed right. yes. the upgrade. It could be just a different thing entirely. Um, one thing I noticed immediately, which I was not thrilled about, so I hope that if they're going to have you have an option to get rid of it, is she fucking jumped down and got injured when she landed. Fuck that. I want to say I got... I feel like you got hurt in the beginning of the game, but then at a certain point you got like an upgrade. Yes. That made it so you didn't get Yeah, hurt. I think that's true. So I just hope that I can get it early on because I remember when I first started playing Odyssey, I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. That was like the first thing I unlocked. So I was like, nope, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> this I is think supposed my, to be fun. <laughs> I think my first thought was when I got hurt jumping off a building, I was like, so the game that promotes jumping, <laughs> jumping off skyscrapers off into yeah. hay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you're going to get hurt. So you choose. You have to jump off, but we're still going to hurt you. Um, yeah, no, I unlocked that shit the soonest I possibly could in Odyssey. So I'm hoping that that's the case with this game as well. Because they better not be that fucking realistic. Because no. Just yeah. no. <laughs> well, overall, uh, 
I'm excited for the game. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think it'll be one of our first purchases as far as the next gen time frame goes because I think it's November, right? I believe so. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm just looking forward to seeing more. Yeah, I do. I will say if I need to have a negative, I will say it. I don't think it hit me as much as if it were another Odyssey type yeah. game. I think I just have you a love- soft spot for Greek mythology. Yes. And for some reason, even though I like Norse mythology and mm-hmm. the Viking stuff, yeah. it just didn't feel like it was as cool to me right? as Odyssey. I feel that. Even the music, I was like, it's just not the cool music from Odyssey. I actually liked the music, but okay. I feel like it was... I, it just made me feel like, this is like Viking music. I don't know. I just... It was... I liked it. I no, it was, I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything made sense for yes. what the game is yeah. now. Yeah. It's just... I guess it felt missing something just because it wasn't... It's not Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's cool, but where's Zeus? Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a couple statues with their dicks out right here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of... Uh, it's it's a nice, big, open... It seems like it's going to be an open-world situation. We Obviously, the gameplay we saw was more uh, linear, progression-based, but it seemed like it was kind of like a, a story battle. But um, from what I'm aware of, other than this leaked footage, is it's, still, it's supposed to be still open-world. So. Um, oh, yeah. I, and it'll probably be bigger than Odyssey. Yeah. It, they said although, the map is smaller... I think is what they said. Did they say the map was smaller, but it would have more stuff to do? Or I thought it was the opposite. I think they said the map would be bigger, oh. but have less mission side oh, you're shit. you're probably right. I fucking can't because remember. Because apparently people complained that there was too much content in the game yeah, for Odyssey. Yeah, they're dumb. So. Just don't play it all. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks for Thanks fucking for us all over. Thanks for ruining that for everyone else. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. There were two missions that I was like, this is fucking dumb. But the large portion of that game was fucking great. And I liked every second of it. Yeah. Except for those fucking Demosthenes and Paula, whatever the fuck his name was. Those ones you have to go away like ten times and just kill the members of the other side. I hated those ones. Those ones were dumb. They were just pointless. Anyway. (laughs) I digress. (laughs) Uh, We've got a new open world VR situation. What? Yeah, we've got a new open world uh, game that is being worked on, supposedly, that is going to be in VR. Uh, Video Games Deluxe is working on something new for Rockstar. And this is from, um, there's a LinkedIn announcement that they said, having finished the critically well-received LA Noir, the VR case files, we are now gearing up for a new project, a AAA open world title in VR for Rockstar. Um, and they also posted many open positions following that for the new project but there's no further details if it's an existing game or an entirely new ip um i think it's pretty fucking safe to say this is probably gta online in vr yeah as i'm like thinking about it i'm like this is not anything new this is i mean gta what did they do with gta 5 can you on on whatever was current gen yeah they then went to the next gen, which is our current gen now, yeah. with, oh, now it's in first person. Yeah. Buy it again. Are they going to be... So, are they going to make, like, everything in GTA VR? Like, the strip club and 
all that stuff. I like, wouldn't be. I would not be surprised. That's, that's crazy. That's going to be an interesting. That's a very controversial type of situation because you've got not the strip club, but the, say, not really the whole like carjacking someone in VR. You know what I mean? Like it's. Uh, I don't know. It just not, seems. I mean, it's. I feel like if anybody could complain about it, they will because it's like easy. It's like oh, we shouldn't be. It, you're literally experiencing it in VR, so it's like emulating real life. But it's just. When GTA was first a thing, it, that that was the big controversial shit. Was yeah. I think Walmart even wouldn't sell GTA three or something like that mm-hmm. at, at one point because it was uh, not appropriate. Uh, which it's true for young yeah. kids, it's not right. Yeah, but then they would go and sell other games that were the same fucking violence. So like, what the fuck's the difference? It's yeah, just, I know. It just seems like making it VR is much more. Intense, more makes you makes it feel more real. Yeah, virtual reality. I mean, I I'm gonna say something, but realistically, parents aren't fucking doing this anyways. Uh, Kids aren't really meant to be doing VR anyways because of their development. I think 14 or something and above is what is allowed, but gotcha. Below that, you're not supposed to be doing VR. True. Um, not that that's gonna stop people. I see people post their fucking little kids on VR all the time. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure nine year olds aren't supposed to play GTA in general, and they definitely. Still that's the do. point I'm making. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're not supposed to be playing this game anyways. Yeah. So. It's already. Yeah, you're right. Okay, it's already. It's a moot point because people don't fucking follow the recommendations anyway. So who gives a fuck? I wish that this were something different though, because I feel like it could be a cool. I mean, it could be. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. That's the whole point. It is, seems like it's. It could be, be a new project. Yeah. It could be a new IP, or it's just more GTA in a new format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the LA Noir was a was a test for this exact thing. Right. In VR. Makes sense. Uh, I mean, they announced on PS5 already GTA 5 was going to PS5 with even more fucking whatever shit. Yeah. So I am not shocked if this is leading into the PS5 version of GTA 5. Gotcha. I guess you could say they got five on it. (laughs) Yeah. I guess you could. So. (laughs) But... I don't know, but I'm kind of over fucking GTA, so. Yeah, because of making you buy the game multiple times? Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, so that is not one VR world I really care to be in. But there is a game that I would like to be in called Super Hot, And it's not quite VR. Yeah. But it feels like it's VR. Right. And the developer has uh, announced a new game, which I guess is the third game in the franchise. I guess the second one would be the VR version of Super Hot. Oh, okay. Uh, so they announced a new game called Super Hot Mind Control Delete uh, with a July 16th release. So it's really fucking it's right soon. It's around the corner. Cool. Yes. Uh, and it's going to be free to anybody who bought the original game before the date of this release. Really? Okay. So we will get this game. Nice. Theoretically. Yeah. However, anybody who got the game through... Game Pass or Games with Gold or Twitch Prime or whatever variations of the game was free right. to play. Yeah. Uh, you are not eligible to get the free I mean, that's fair. version of the next game. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. understandable. Yeah. You didn't pay for it, so why would they give this to you for yeah. free? Yeah. I mean, I don't get why they're even giving this for free. I, I, Super Hot was like a $20 game, I think, and it was like well worth the price. Yeah. So 
I'm, I'm shocked they're even giving this out for free. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be more refined in a much bigger version than Super Hot was. Really? Okay. Uh, and it's going to be about a 12 to 15 hour game with additional mechanics and less linear levels compared to the original. Uh, so it's going to be more open world within the concept of Super Hot. Interesting. Which anybody who doesn't understand what Super Hot is, it's essentially like you're in a VR world graphically. It's like weird. It's like polygon, polygon cell shaded. Yeah. Uh, and really all it is is going through each level, like little micro levels really with when you move the enemies who are all red mm-hmm. move too yeah and you have to basically figure out the best arrangement of actions to kill all of the other guys in the room before it's they essentially kill you. john wick the video game yeah uh, in a very artsy style. Yeah, because when you slow down, their movements are slower too, right? Yeah, so they slow down if you stop moving. Yeah. Uh, and it's like this whole matrix gun mechanic, essentially, yeah, you where can, like, t- you pick up guns and you shoot, but if you so if you stop moving, the bullets go slow. So yeah. you could literally, what is it? what's his name? You could neo the shit out of these guys <laughs> and just move out of the way of the bullets. Yeah. But as soon as you can move faster, the yeah. bullets move faster. Right. So yeah. it's really about... Problem solving, logistical thinking, yeah, time management. It's it's yeah, it's a whole demo, bunch of puzzles. And yeah, it's like it's a central strat- puzzle game strategy because there's like certain things where you have to throw a bottle at somebody because you don't have a gun yet or yeah. whatever. You have to like throw objects at them to knock them over. And yeah, and you shooting. could take their gun and then yeah. use that to use yeah. on the other guys. And yeah, it's really it interesting was puzzle fun, game. But I got frustrated with uh, it, so I didn't play a lot of it. So we actually have this on Xbox, and then we also have it on. PlayStation for VR. For VR they yeah. have a VR version, which is not just the game ported. It's an entirely different game. Oh, So okay. there's more to it than than this one. Uh, so the VR one's really fun. Interesting. Uh, but this game is not compatible with VR. It is simply a oh, okay. PS4 and Xbox One and PC game. Gotcha. Uh, and it will be sold for 25 US dollars if you do not qualify for the free copy. Gotcha. Okay. So. But I mean, you said the game was $20, right? For Super Hot. Yeah. So, but you said before this July 16th release date is by when you have to have bought it? Or is there a different release date I didn't know about? No, yeah. You, like, like so if I wanted to go out. This game comes out July 16th. Yes. So if I go now and purchase it. Yes. Yes. Okay. You are a hustler. Okay. You are. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> you could technically go buy Super Hot right now for twenty dollars. For twenty dollars and save five dollars instead of buying this game. Okay, you are correct. Because the thing is, if I do that, then if I just wait and buy that, then I don't have Super Hot. Yes. Okay, I'm just making it, making it clear for anybody yeah. who wants you, to do this. <laughs> you are scheming a deal. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't help it. You're the reason. <laughs> The next game coming out is going to be, like, twice the price. Yeah. Oh, you're one to talk. (laughs) You would do the same exact thing. You're the reason next gen is going up in price. You thought of it before I did. I guarantee you. What? You thought of it before I did. I guarantee you. I actually didn't even think of this. You piece of crap. I wasn't scheming this because I already had it for free. What did I care? So it didn't matter. But if you didn't, you would have thought of that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you love a deal. Yeah, that's true. I do. Yeah. (laughs) 
love Jill so much that even if I can't use it myself, I'll find people I can get to use it. Hey, do you need this? Look, it's on sale. Yeah. I do that too. I send it. I'm like, I see somebody. I'm like, I don't need that, but I know this person who likes these things. So I send it to somebody. I'm like, hey, do you need one of these? And so it's a really good deal. <laughs> I need to know somebody else got the good deal, even if I can't use it. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well. Um. That's it for our news. It is. On the talk of VR, I started playing Iron Man VR. Yeah. I did not get as far as I wanted due to life. Yep. So I am postponing my review until next week so that you can also play yes. and I can get further and I can give a more concrete conversation about the game. Yes. Uh, I have more days off next week, so I'm hoping to get a chance yeah. to actually play. Because half of what I played was just the demo that we already played. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's I had to get through scam. that bullshit. To get to the part that I hadn't played, but then by that point I had a headache, yeah. and then other shit was going on with life, so I yeah. didn't really get a chance to get back onto the game after that, so next time we do not have anything this week for as no. far as actual we do not. content been... played and review, so no homework, no everybody, homework. Yep. so enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll come back with Iron Man VR yes. next week, yeah. and probably more stuff. Or in, or in a few days with our TV and movies episode. If you're so inclined. Well, yeah, our Iron Man VR won't be on that. Thing. No, I know. Okay. I, you said come back in next week, so I was just saying. As far as games. Yes, yes. But Sorry. yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, that's it. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. We have a Dissecting This Fiction podcast group on Facebook, so check that out. Join and interact with us all week long. Don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. We would really appreciate any reviews or direct feedback to learn how we're doing, how we can change to be better. Um, send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or feedback. We would love to hear from you. You can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Stephen on social media. At ClassyCatDad on Instagram and Twitter. But bye! bye.